Okay, so we are starting on an Aleph from an Aleph. Today's daf is an Aleph. We are starting a few lines down where it says Ula Rav Sheishas. Okay? So the Gemara's Kasha is like this. The last, this is really the last part of yesterday. We said in that Braisa yesterday, if you remember, the Braisa was saying that a Zevach is in some ways more Chamer than Temura, and a Temura is more Chamer than a Zevach. What's the ways that a Zevach is more Chamer than a Temura? That it, Noyeg B'Tzibur, just like a Yachid, that it could be owned by a Tzibur, just like a Yachid, which is not true for Temura. And also it's Doiche Shabbos and it's Doiche Tumah. So the Gemara says, and so, so the Gemara tried to bring a Raya that that's talking about the power of the Kohen Gadol. And, and Rosh said, no, that, and, and we want to bring a Raya that you see that, it could, that, that, it, that you could do Temura with it. And so the Gemara said, no, it's talking about, a carbon, it's talking about the Earl of Aaron, the ram that Aaron brought, which is a Oila, and the reason why it's Deche Shabbos and Deche is because it has to be done on Yom Kippur. So the Gemara says like this, Rosh Hashanah, the point of Rosh is Ademoikim Lave'el instead of interpreting the price that's talking about Aaron's ram, like Mabe Pesach, why don't we just say it's talking about the carbon Pesach? Because first of all, the Deiches Shabbos Vyasa Toma. First of all, it fits in with the Brayse because it's Deiches Shabbos and Toma. Second of all, Vyasa Temura the carbon Yachiru. You could do a Temura with the carbon Pesach because it's a carbon Yachid. And Toisvis adds that if you look at the Pasach by Pesach, it says, Vamartem Zavach Pesachu. It even says the word Zavach next to Pesach. So, Lechaira, why don't we say that? That's a better answer than saying the El of Aaron. So, the Gemara answers, Kasava in Shechtim Pesach al Yachir, Sheshes holds that. We do not check the carbon pesach over a yachid, which is a sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds it has to be a minimum of two people, which makes it a shut a shutfin, a carbon shutfin. And if it's a carbon or shutfin, then you can't make a tamura. Okay, but why don't we say that it's talking about the carbon pesach from pesach sheni, which even Rabbi Yehuda will agree that a yachid can bring, and therefore it will you will be able to make a tamura with it. The Gemara says midachi tuma, but who says that the carbon pesach sheni is doichet tuma? Now we know. In order to qualify for the Pesach Sheni, you have to be Tomei. But there is a Machlekes, which we will see a little further down, of when it comes to Pesach Sheni, is that also, if you're, if you're Tomei, are you also Doich uh, Pesach uh, Sheni, right? Meaning, do you go ahead and bring it on Pesach Sheni, even though you're Tomei? So it turns out you were Tomei on Pesach Rishon, that's why you missed it. Now you're Tomei again on Pesach Sheni, do you still go ahead and bring the carpet? Now, Omar Lei Rav Huna Rav says to Rava like this, Fitana... The bright the Tana of that Braisa, Maishna Pesach the Karile Carbon Yachid. Why is he differentiated between a carbon pesach that he calls it a carbon yachid? Right? He differentiates between a chagiga and a pesach. He says a pesach is considered a carbon yachid, but a chagiga is a carbon seber. Why is he differentiated? If you're gonna say the chagiga is a carbon seber because it's brought by all of Klai Yisrael together, well guess what? Pesach Nami Asibhnufya. Carbon Pesach also is brought Bitsibar. So the Gemara says, yeah, but Idka Pesach Sheni, yeah, but Karban Pesach includes Pesach Sheni, which is not brought up at Sibur. It can't be, because if you have a majority of Kal Yisrael that's Tameh, guess what? They all bring it on Pesach Rishon. So it has to be a minority. So that's why, since Pesach includes Pesach Sheni, which is not brought up at that's why it's called a Karban Yachid. Amalei, so they said to, so they answered Rava, they said back to Rava, in Kenya, hey, Daichas Hashanah, but then it should also be Daichas Shabbos and Toma. Because if it's considered part of the carbon Pesach, and the carbon Pesach we know is Deich Shabbos, right? If Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos, you still shech the carbon Pesach on Shabbos. And if the Yisrael is Tameh, you still do, the entire majority of Klai Yisrael is Tameh, you still do it on uh, carbon Pesach, on Erev Pesach, even B'Tomah. So if Pesach Sheni is included in that, then it should also be Deich Shabbos and Deich So the Gemara says, Amalei, he answered him, in yes, 
You're right, the Mishnah goes like the one who said that carbon Pesach, Shani is Daikha Shabbos and Daikha Toma. The Tanya, where do we see that it's Daikha Toma? The Tanya, Pesach Shani, Daikha Shabbos, Daikha Daikha Satoma. Or Rabbi Uda Aymer, after Daikha Satoma, Rabbi Uda holds no, the Pesach Shani is even Daikha Toma. If you're Tomei on Pesach Shani, you still bring the carbon Pesach. My time at the Tanakama. So why does the Tanakama hold it's not? So Amalcha, he will answer you, Mepnei Toma the Chiyos of Yeas of Toma. So the whole reason why you're at carbon Pesach, why you're, why you're doing Pesach Shani is because you were Tomei in the first place. So if you, if, if you defaulted to Pesach Sheni because you were Tomei, we're now going to say, well, now all of a sudden Tomei, we're not worried about it. Are we worried about it on Pesach Rishon? Now all of a sudden we're not worried about it? That's what the Tanakhama holds. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda will tell you, yeah, but Amakra, but the Pasuk says, regarding the Pesach Sheni, we just had this last week on Shabbos, it says that you, all the Hilchas Pesach apply to Pesach Sheni too, which means that you even bring it in a state of Toma. Just like carbon Pesach Rishon is also sometimes brought in a state of Toma. Torah zero, love lasts of Torah. The Torah uh, wanted to have Pesach brought in a state of Torah. That's ideal. But loy zocha. But if you're not zocha, you send a betoma. Rabbi Yudu will say, if you're not zocha, rather than miss the whole mitzvah of Pesach of carbon Pesach, you still bring it betoma. Okay. Now back to Rabbi Lezer Shaila. Rabbi Shaila about the power of the coin gadol. He was clearing whether it's a carbon shutfin or not. Now remember, we got into this yesterday because we said that the we know that the kohanim get a kapara from the par of the kohen gadol. But the question is, is it the kohen gadol's par and they only get a kapara of a derech agav, or are they also considered shutfin? So Gemara now wants to bring a raya that it's definitely a private carbon. So the tape blade, the asher loy because the pasuk says iron as parachatas asher loy. Asheloi, Mishaloi, who maybe? He brings it from his own money. The Tanya, because we learned in a Braisa, Asheloi. It says, Asheloi, Mishaloi, who maybe? Veloi, Mishal Tzibar. He has to use his own money. He can't use Tzibar money. Yachaloi, Yavi, Mishal Tzibar. I might think that he shouldn't bring it from the Tzibar's money, but also, Shainat Tzibar, Meskapim, like, since the Tzibar doesn't get a Kapara through it, Aval Yavi, Mishal Achiv Koin, and fine. You can't use the public money, but maybe since the other kohanim are getting a kapara. Maybe you could use their money too. Since they do get a kapara from it, Tamid Loimer Ashalei. It says Ashalei a second time to teach you that he can't even use money from other kohanim. He has to use his own money. So But I might think, okay, but that's a chatzil. He should use his own money. But but the evidence, if he didn't use his own money and he bar and he took money, he, the other kohanim contributed. It would be okay. Tamid Loimer Shuv. It says the third time, Ashalei to teach you Shana Kasvalov Ake. Repeated this to make him Ake. That your kohen is not kohen is not allowed to use money from anyone else, even other kohenim. And if he does, it's not good. It doesn't work. So then, if clearly Ashaloi teaches you that it has to come from him privately, so then what was Rebelezer Shiloh? Why is Rebelezer clearing whether a power of the kohen gadol is a is a is, if they're shukfin in it? If clearly they're not right, because only he's allowed to give money to it. So Gemara says. So obviously, the way they're getting a kapara is b'derech agav, like we said yesterday. So Mar says, but according to your reasoning, you're saying now that it's only owned by the Kohen Gadol, but Echav HaKoyinim, Elav Dekanu Begavei Hechim HaKapolim. If you're going to say that they have no share in it whatsoever, then how do you get a Kapar? You can't get a Kapar from a carbon if you have no share in it. Must be, what are you going to say? Alashayni Begazad Aaron. You're going to say that Aaron's ownership over this par is different than regular ownership. That what? Da'afkarei Rachmana Gabi Echav HaKoyinim. In that some aspect... The Torah was mafkir part of it to the other kain and gave them some ownership. So mm-hmm. nami. So here it's possible also that in some aspect shani It's possible, right? What was the whole clear? The whole clear was: is it owned 
as a shutif with other kayanim or not, because if it's owned as a shutif, maybe it's not, a, it's not, you can't do a tamura on a carbon that's owned by shutfin. So we're saying now, so what was his clear? His clear was, is it considered, clearly they have some sort of ownership in it, the Torah gave them some sort of ownership, because otherwise they, have, they can have no kapara in the carbon that they have no share in it. So the, this portion of ownership, is it enough to knock out tamura or not? And that was his clear. But obviously, yeah, in Ochanami they have some sort of ownership. Okay. Zok the next Mishnah. Now, in order to understand the next Mishnah, you have to understand that in the base of Mikdash, in the Bayes Rishon, there was a what's called an Amatraxin. It was a wall that Shlem Amach built that really divided between the Kaddish and the Kaddish Kedashim. And the doorway was covered with a Parachas. But it was an Amma of space that was a wall. In the Bayes Shein, there was no wall. They had a Parachas. So the question that they had is, what about that Amma? Now, the Parachas doesn't take up an Amma. The Parachas is, is a thin material. So what is the din of that Amma? Does it have a din of a Kodesh or the din of a Kodesh Kedashim? So there's a Machlaikas, whether there were two Paroiches, whether there were two curtains by Bayes, by Bayes Shani, to block off that Amma of space, that you couldn't access it side from the Kodesh, side from the Kodesh Kedashim, it was its own space, and the only one who would enter through it is the, is the Kain Gadol. What's the Nafkamina? Nafkamina is like this. We're going to say now that the Kain Gadol is coming in to the Kodesh Kedashim with the Ketairas. Right? He's got the ladle in one hand, he's got the Macht in the other hand, fine. Now, how does he go? If we're saying now, by the bias Rishon, everyone agrees, the entranceway is in the north. The, a way to get into the Kaidish Kedoshim is always in the north. So, bias Rishon is the Amatraxin, and the entrance is in the north. Bayas well, it depends. If there's one Paroiches, then the Paroiches functions just like the wall in the bias Rishon. The, the Paroiches covers the majority of the space, and then there's a, you enter in the north. But if there's two Paroiches in, Look at the picture in there on the bottom of the art scroll. Yeah, the second curtain enters in the north. But he's got to first go south to go north. So that's what the mission is going to talk about. So you've got to go south. We're going to see a, a machlekes of which way the Kohen Gadol went. And it's going to depend on where the, where the, um, uh, parachis, uh, where the opening to Parachis is. So let's see. Bayes Rishon wasn't like this? No. Bayes Rishon, what you see in this picture, this is not Bayes Rishon. Bayes Rishon... the wall. The wall was in the same, the same way. No. No, there were no two walls. No. There was one wall... And the entranceway was in the north. The picture you see south is two curtains. Okay? If you turn over the diagram, turn over two pages, go to diagram D or C. See diagram C and D? Imagine that's a wall. That's what it looked like in Bayes Rishon. You had a wall, and the way you got in is through the north. In the north, you see the little doorway opening. There was no parachas with the wall? There was a parachas in the doorway. That picture is actually Bayeshemi. I just I want you to imagine it for a second. That's the wall, and where his arrow is entering, he's pushing aside the parachas in order to get through. All right? So let's see. So he used to walk through the heichol with the ketaris. Until he got to the space occupied by the two curtains. There was a space of an amma between them, which we discussed what the purpose was. He says, not true. There was only one parachas. There's only one parachas. And that's it. So... Shapir Kamalhu, the Rabbi Yaisi, the Rabbi So the Gemara says, yeah, it sounds like Rabbi Yaisi has a good argument here. How do you understand? How are you going to explain the puzzle if you can have two Paroichasin? So Rabbana Amilach, Rabbana will tell you no. Hani Mila Bemishkan. That's talking about the Mishkan we're talking, there was only one Paroichas. But by the second base, Amikdosh Kevin, they have the Amatraxin. They didn't have that Amatraxin of Shlaim Amelech dividing it, and they didn't know what. It was only by the, by the base of Amikdosh Rishon. They stopped the Rabbana, but do Shasai. That is Mesupit. What is the status of that Amma? Is it part of the Kaidish or part of the Kaidish Kadashim? So therefore, 
Therefore, they blocked it off with his own curtain, dividing that between the other two areas. Kagoto used to walk between the Nizbech Hapidimi and the Menoira. So if you look in the picture down, diagram B, that's exactly what we're showing right now. He's walking between the Menoira and the Mizbech. Okay? That's the words of Rebbe Yudah. Meir Ahimer, Meir says no. Ben Shulchan the Mizbech. He walked between the Shulchan and the Mizbech, which is picture D. If you look at D, that's that's Meir. Okay? So, um, uh, and some say no. Diagram C, which is he's walking between the Shulchan and the wall. Now, man Yeshaimim. Who is this Yeshaimim? It's Rabbi Yaisi. says that the entranceway is in the north. So let's think about Rabbi Yaisi for a minute. So diagram C is Rabbi Yaisi. You with me? Yeah. If diagram C is Rabbi Yaisi, why are you going to the north? Because Rabbi Yaisi holds that there's only one curtain. If there's only one curtain, you go directly to the north because, simply, you following? The Gemara is going to explain why, what the Nafkim is, why do we care why he's walking between? Like what? No, the Gemara wants to explain. No, but what, why, the Gemara going to explain that? Yeah, why is he going north? The Gemara wants to know which direction is he going. When he comes into the base of Migdash, is he going north? It seems like he's going north. So the question is, why is he going north? So the Gemara now says that that Yeshayimim that says, well, he's going, according to Rabbi Yaisi, he has to go north because that's where the entranceway is. According to Rabbi Yehuda, he has to go south. You understand why he has to go south, Simcha? Yeah. Because that's where the entranceway is, right? There's two curtains. He's got to go south. This is even by the second. What? This is the second. Only the second. Yeah, we're only talking now by the second. Now, Rabbi Meir says that he goes between the Shulchan and the Mizbeach, and the Yeshayimim says he goes between the wall and the Shulchan. You see C and D? That's the Machlokas right now. Reb Meir is D, and the Yeshayimim is C. So the Gemara says, who's the Yeshayimim? The Gemara says, that's Reb Yaisi. So why is he going north? Simcha makes perfect sense. If you look at the arrows, it makes perfect sense. He goes north, he follows along the wall, and he goes right into the Kaddish Kaddash. Very good. Reb Yehuda Reb Yehuda will tell you, Pesach Abedarim Kai. Reb is going to tell you, I, he's not going there. He's going between, back to but diagram B. That's Reb Yehuda for a minute. Turn back to diagram B. According to Reb Yehuda, he's got to go south. So therefore he's going between the Menorah and the Mizbeach because he's got to go south. Now, Reb Meir, now what about Reb Meir? Reb Meir says he goes between the Mizbeach and the Shulchan. Now why is he going there? According to Reb Meir, does he hold it, does Reb Meir hold it's in the north or in the south? We don't know. So Reb Meir, Kmatsvirulei, Reb Yehuda, if he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, then why, did, why does he walk between the Mizbeach and the Shulchan? Why does he walk like Rabbi Yehuda between the Mizbeach and the Why, In other words, the Gemara is saying, instead of D, why don't you follow B? That's the Gemara's kasha right now. Follow B, right? If you're going south, why, why, why are you hacking north? And the Gemara says, and V.E. Rabbi Yehuda's fearly nailed Rabbi Yehuda. And if he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, why are you saying D, diagram B? You should say diagram C. Chemi, I'm assuming you're following. I'm assuming you have an art scroll there. Yes, okay, I good. Do. Just making sure. Yeah, so that's the Gemara's kasha. So the Gemara answers, You're right, in a chanami, holds like Rabbi The entrance, there's one parachis and the entrance in the north. He holds that the shulchanos of Shlema Melech were placed in the Heichol, north to south. And so there was an obstruction. So if you look at diagram D, that's explaining why he has to walk that way. Because you have those shulchanos, if you see those little squares on the side. Those are the Shulchanos of Shlema. Now, you're right, in the Hanami, that's by the Bayes Rishon, but by the Bayes Shein, they also had Shulchanos there. So the Shulchanos that were there, they had multiple Shulchanos that blocked his way. So according to him, you couldn't walk, according, you couldn't do Diagram C according to Reb Meir, because according to Reb Meir, Diagram C is impossible, because you have Shulchanos blocking your way. Now, Reb Yaisi, and, uh, so, uh, so, uh, so uh, 
Mizrach Marev Munach. And really that they're hold Mizrach Marev, like you see in diagram E, right? Really it's like diagram E. It's not nice to walk directly that way. Because picture it in your, in your in, look, at the, look at the diagram and, and think for a minute. When you immediately go directly north, you could see right into the Kaddish Kadasha. Right? As you're walking along that wall, you see into the Kaddish Kadasha. It's not nice that you could see exactly what's going on in the Kaddish Kadasha. You should be like, a, like someone who he doesn't see into the Kaddish Kadasha until the last second. So therefore, Reb Neyer prefers D, because if you look at D, you're staying away from the, north, from the, from the Kaddish Kadasha view until the very last second. Because what's in your business to see what's going on inside the Kaddish Kadasha? Well, to that diagram, we would be best for them. Diagram B would be best, but he holds this one parochus, so he can't do diagram B. Well, where, where's the place of him holding only one parochus? What? what? Why was he holding one parochus based on what? Why was who holding one parochus? You said that he only holds one parochus. holds one parochus because he holds that was That's what it was. It was one parochus. They're arguing in the Metzius. Well, I get it. So Rebbe argues, yeah, there was one parochus, not two. Why would you hold that you have to go through the Nara? Why not just go straight south? Why not go straight? Oh, you know, it's why not go along the wall? Very good. You're machaving, like, uh, machaving as, as we now say in the morning, Daf. I have to pause the recording because I don't want to embarrass somebody. Okay, if you want, you can ask Eddie what, 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 what joke I said, and uh, I, don't want to, I don't want it publicly on the recording. Okay, bye. So let's see. Um, so, if you, uh, so that's what you probably say. Okay, Mishum Shkina Expecting more Lamei Al Hadya. Let him walk directly towards. No, so Mishum Shkina Lavarichara Lamei Al Hadya. Don't walk directly there, right? Don't see what's going on inside. Rabbi Yosi Amalachar. Rabbi Yosi will tell you. So why does Rabbi Yosi Taka tell you to go straight? Rabbi Yosi will tell you. Chavivin Yisrochel Yitzrichin Kachasav Ashlishliach. No, Kaisel doesn't need a messenger. In other words, Hakadosh Baruch is letting us into the Kodesh Kedoshim. We are like his children, and therefore we can go directly there. We don't have to go roundabout ways. Why does he walk along the wall? Because you have the, the walls black from the menorah. The menorah the blackens the wall. And I guess they don't have the cleaning lady is not there on that day, right? She takes off from Yom Kippur. So therefore, he's going to get dirty the Bagadim from the walking along the wall and touching the, uh, the, um, the blackness from the menorah. All right. Shkayef.